0: and I'm Sarah. We're travel advisors and moms. Between us we have eight kids that we've traveled all over the country with collecting memories. Traveling with kids is an adventure.
1: We want to support families of all shapes and sizes in collecting precious moments together while traveling to Disney and beyond.
0: it is Deanna. Hi, friends. It's Sarah. All right. So Sarah, I know you and I have been chatting about this, but it feels like forever since we've chatted. Um, I know our listeners don't feel it too much because we were doing some recordings before both you and I traveled, but welcome back. Um, I hope, I mean, I know I have followed along on your vacations uh, or your vacation And now I'm back and just getting back into the swing of real life. How are you guys doing?
1: We're settled back in finally, I think. Um, It was a rough reentry into real life uh, because our flight was so late back home and uh, it was a Sunday night. And we didn't get back into our actual home until like three in the morning. So we let the kids sleep in. But then we did take them to school late that day. So we would have time to like unpack. Um, But once we got through last week and now I feel like we're all caught up on sleep and doing better. How are you? How is everything going now that
0: you're home? Mom was gone for
1: a week. And now she's back.
0: And you know, they survived. They did fairly. I mean, I shouldn't even say fairly. They did really well. Mark, my husband, you know, was in charge of all the chaos that kind of goes on within our day-to-day life. And he did it like a champ. The neat, not the neat thing, but you know, I experience a lot of like daily changes. Well, there were definitely daily changes that happened. And he had to think on his feet because I was three hours behind. So had I been like in Florida, I would probably have still kind of did a lot of the coordinating like, Oh, this practice is canceled. Let me, you know, I'll, you know, um, text the carpool group and figure this out. And, you know, but he had to take care of all of that. So he definitely appreciates, um, you know, the life that we both, both of us work at. Um, but he did say tonight, he goes, you know, last week you were gone and I was making dinner. I was running this house. However, I'm more exhausted now that you're back. You know, and he's like, because I think what, what ended up happening is he altered his daily work life and lessened it as much as he could. He still worked. It's not like he took off days. He took off pockets of time. Um, so he was doing more home life, which I think is less, may not be less stressful, but less emo- like physically draining for him. So he has been putting in his long hours again. And he's like, man, I'm more tired this week than I was last week.
1: Hmm, Interesting. I always feel like more tired when I'm on the home front, but anyway, well, yeah. round of applause for Mark for holding it down and being our podcast editor and producer. He's he, he makes it happen.
0: He does make it happen because (laughs) truthfully, like I was thinking about this and I'm like, I could probably learn how to do it, but I don't know if this podcast would take like shape or even happen without him because we do the recordings and then he does everything else.
1: Yeah. He, he deserves some, some flowers for that. Um, (sighs) so also while we were gone, there was as always happens, a lot of news. Um, it's It seems like as soon as I go on vacation, Disney drops a promo. Uh, <laughs> so right. there was also D23 while we were gone, which I think we're kind of going to like skip over all that news because it has been, you know, dissected ad nauseum by every Disney podcast and every Disney blog since it, it, since that time it broke. But um there were a cu- there are a couple promos that are still relevant to people that we just want to mention while I was gone. The first one came out which was the Disney Dining Card promo promo which goes through um this fall and I think until March of next year. Um it's similar to the one we saw for this past summer um with a 4 night 5 day vacation, you'll get a certain amount on a dining card per night. Um, So what that factors out to is like, you know, if you're staying at Caribbean Beach for six nights, you might get a $700 dining card to use towards dining while you're on your vacation. Um, And the amounts and Everything uh, varies wildly from resort to resort. So if you are interested in using that promo, just reach out to us and we will get you a quote and let you know.
0: Exactly. And then um, actually today, um, two uh, promos were released. And I'm actually going to say three because I learned of a third one that kind of snuck out there, but I don't think it was... um, widely advertised. So we have a Disney Visa card holder promo that was released, which you can save up to 35% on resort rooms. And I believe those dates are pretty much October, right? Or do you have the... Those are through early 2024. That's right. So
1: um, I don't think it's through this. I don't think it's for the end of the year. I think it's
0: in it's January through March. I think so as well. Yeah. Um, which, you know, is definitely a, um, pretty prominent promo. Um, so if you are a Disney visa card holder, um, I highly recommend you, you know, if you've considered taking a trip or you have a trip book, um, make sure you, um, try to take advantage of that discount. Um, And if you are not a Disney Visa card holder, um, it is very easy to, you know, obtain that card. But if you already have a trip booked, um, I learned this today as I was doing modifications for clients of mine. Um, once like so say you've made your deposit and you don't have a visa card but then you want to get a visa card and get the promo. Once you get your card, you may call in and get that modification and then all it does is it does an additional $200 deposit. So you would just have to do an additional payment on that new card being the Disney Visa and then they will apply the Disney Visa promo if available to your Disney package. Nice. And if you're using a Disney visa for a package, um, I always say one of the huge benefits, there's other Disney benefits to it, is that you could have six months, 0% on a full Disney vacation package. So not just tickets and not just resort, but a full package, which, you know, kind of benefits people and their saving plans. That's and it. if you've li- if you've listened to our past episode about planning an affordable vacation, we've talked about that. Um, The third one is for any of our annual pass holders. Um, They also got a promo today. And I just know this because I had clients who said, Hey, you got an email that there's a promo for um, annual pass holders. And I'm like, I kind of second guessed myself and said, how did I miss that today? You know, and then um, went ahead and, you know, came back, looked, still did not find it. And the cast member I spoke to today said, yes, it wasn't, you know, fully broadcasted, but annual pass holders have a room discount. And then there is, there's one more, right? Yeah, there is. Yeah,
1: there's the uh, Florida resident ticket deal through December 22nd. And I know that it saved your clients a bunch of
0: yeah, I had clients who reached out who had been waiting to do their tickets for um the week of Easter, who are Florida clients and you know said, "Hey, can you just double check that there's no blackout dates, which there are no blackout dates. Um, I called and confirmed that with a Disney cast member today. And she had said what she was looking at, you know, a few weeks ago that this promo saved them over 500 or around $500. So great. if you live in Florida and you want to visit Disney now, the big thing on this one is it, it can only be used Monday through Friday.
1: Right. Yeah. So still, I great deal
0: lots so of ways of to go to in disney
1: florida you lucky ducks um so it was i wonder i'm sure all of those were meant like planned to go out today but part of me is like did they just need to overshadow the bear yes yes the, the, the <laughs> yes the news, the news yes, yes, yes yes because i don't think that's gonna like die out quickly the memes and like gifts. uh are just killing me um for anyone who lives under a rock and didn't hear um so this was september 18th which was a monday uh before magic kingdom opened a cast member noticed a bear in a tree i i've heard differing reports that it was in a cave in tom Sawyer's island or in a tree in adventureland Um, And so they had to cut, shut down, like, all of Adventure in Frontierland. Um, And people were, like, really mad because, of course, then everybody had to cram into the other lands and wait times were ridiculous. And, I mean, I think by, like, early afternoon, everything was rectified. But my main question, and nobody's talking about, like, bears are not native to Florida. Where did this bear come from? I have to know. I I hope that there's a full-scale investigation.
0: Exactly. I And I think it's just so unique um, of a situation. And I don't know, anymore, I don't think things surprise me too much. And this goes to show that anything's kind of possible. So it's yeah. interesting, like, I don't know how everything, you know, like... There were, you know, comments being made like, "I hope that they're letting people park hop early and all of that," which sounds ideal. However, everything now is computerized, yeah. so I don't think you can just go override the computer system to let people park hop before two and and all of that. So, I am sure it was a mess. I am sure there were many um, upset and disappointed um, visitors at the Magic Kingdom. But I will say for the rest of the nation and world, I think people enjoyed the entertainment and are still enjoying the entertainment. So yeah, for sure. Well, um, I think as we move along, um, I'm going to kind of let everybody know, Sarah and I have been chatting about trying to change a little bit of our format. So we're going to give this a whirl. And this episode is going to kind of be brief and sweet um, and kind of a a catch up. So, in between our bi weekly episodes, we're going to try and hop on, do a quick little, um, Connection of some things that are happening within the travel and Disney World and all of that. Um, do a touch base between us and, you know, make sure that we are getting information out like promos a little bit sooner and things like that. So, in those opposite weeks, um, hopefully you guys can enjoy just a quick little visit from us and stay connected.
1: Yeah. So,
0: in the interest of keeping
1: it short and sweet, I think um, we were both going to try to share a couple of our favorite moments from our various trips. Um, and I guess I'll just go first because I'm already talking. Um, one of my favorite moments from my recent Disney world trip, um, was visiting Typhoon Lagoon, which is one of two water parks that Walt Disney world has. Um, and I mentioned it, if you're a, frequent podcast listener, you knew that I was going to Disney World with a lot of my family and my extended family, Um, my mom, my sister, my brother, and his family, and then my family. Um, And one of our favorite things to do when we were kids, our mom would take us to Typhoon Lagoon. And I had such sweet memories of that from when I was a kid. Like sometimes we wouldn't even go to parks when we went to Disney at all. We'd just go to Typhoon Lagoon and uh i had not been back for many years and my kids have never been and i can i'm happy to report that it was like better than i even remembered it um it, it <laughs> it's hard to even like say it's a water park. It feels so, it's so well done because it feels so real. Like you're actually like on an island or something. There's no like big scaffolding for water slides. Like you'd find at other water parks, everything is like built into the hills so that it looks like natural. And, um, especially the little catch a kitty Creek, which is for kids under 48 inches. There's just so many like little nooks and crannies for them to explore. We spent just like hours, like wading through little creeks and examining every little sprinkler. And there's a little tiny tube slide that my, one of my daughters went down like 50 times. Um, And then of course we just spent hours upon hours upon hours in the wave pool. Um, So highly recommend Typhoon Lagoon. And it was just, it was like full circle because my mom was there with us and my brother and sister were there and all of the grandkids were there. And it just felt like, so we were at home because, you know, that's something we did. I remember doing those exact same things as a kid and they, they held up, you know, over time and were just as great and fun for me now as they were when I was little.
0: Well, I think that's a neat idea because a lot of times people view that they would just be like typical water parks um I have never yet experienced a Disney water park, but then I think you got and I don't know if you guys had had this planned in your itinerary, but you ended up there two days, correct mm-hmm. yeah, and did you had, have it planned that way or no
1: or yeah, did you because okay we had the uh water park and more ticket uh so we had five entries to the theme parks and you get five entries to various things it can be um water parks mini golf uh, even a round of golf at one of the standard golf courses which I didn't actually tell my husband that ahead of time because (laughs) I didn't feel like bringing golf clubs but he was a little miffed like (laughs) I could have been golfing um so yeah, we, we, I actually wished that we, I had planned in my head that we would actually go more than two times. And my mom and sister did, they went a third day. Uh, okay, But we just got so wrapped up in doing stuff in the parks that we couldn't like tear ourselves away to go hang out at Typhoon Lagoon.
0: Cause you so, ran out of time. Yeah. Yeah. We need two weeks at least. <laughs> um,
1: go ahead. Oh, well, I was just going to ask like, What was was your favorite
0: moment from Disneyland? So one of my favorite moments was watching world of color, which is the nighttime show at, um, California adventure. And it is not fireworks, but it is a show that is, um, kind of performed on a water projection. So they use different like water features and they project images and scenes and that within water, which is amazing in itself. And then you add the Disney side to it. Um, Definitely a must do and um, kind of what i really even liked about this is because we are in the 100 year uh anniversary celebration um they have titled this like world of color 1 and the whole premise of this is that it would like with like one drop you get the ripple of everything and with one man's thought and vision and all of that being you know Walt Disney Um, we have what we have today. And, you know, so then it was, you know, showing, you know, different movies and scenes and all of that, similar to sometimes what you see projected onto um, the castle as part of the show. But it was just amazing. I mean, just how it is choreographed and all of that um, really just kind of warmed my heart while I was there.
1: Yeah, I can't wait to hear more about that trip.
0: So when well, I think with that said, as um, in kind of the essence of time, l- um, we can let our listeners know that upcoming episodes are both going to highlight, you know, some perspectives from my trip and perspectives from your trip. So hopefully they, you know, come back and listen and all of that
1: yeah um in the meantime you can connect with us on social media you can join our facebook group to disney and beyond a travel podcast you can follow us on instagram at disney and beyond pod or on threads at disney and beyond pod um and we're always very thankful for anyone who leaves a rating and review we love to read those um so until next time keep collecting those moments And we'll talk to you later.
0: All right, everybody. Have a great day. Bye-bye.